Whether you're looking to land your next promotion, make a career transition, or find the next best role for you, being a job candidate can be challenging. And even sometimes isolating, but you don't have to do it alone. I'm Karen Weeks, the CEO and Chief Career Coach of Shine Network Coaching. I bring over 20 years of HR experience to the conversation, including as the Chief People Officer at OrderGroove. And I'm Dan Carr, a Shine at Work career coach with over a decade of recruiting experience, helping high-growth startups expand with top talent. On this podcast, we will shine a light on your job search so you can land a role that lets you flex your strengths and progress your career in an environment you actually look forward to working in each day. From creating a standout resume to confidently negotiating your salary to find your footing as a new manager, you can expect to hear actionable advice to help you shine your brightest in your role. This is the Shine at Work podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Shine at Work podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Karen Weeks, and I am so excited to be here with my co-host, Dan Carr. Hello, Dan. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. It is a beautiful Friday as we are recording this, and it's so funny because as we were getting ready to uh, hit record, Dan and I actually went down this, like, is technology good or bad rabbit hole? And I think that's <laughs> uh, it's what is on people's mind is like, yes, it's exciting, but is this going to take my job and how do I leverage it? So I think people legitimately have these questions about technology. And especially when um, if you haven't used it or you've only heard about it, um, it can be even a little more scary. Yeah. And so if you don't know what we're talking about, chat GPT is something that is kind of everywhere these days. I hear about it from kids using it to write papers in school to how is it going to play out in the workplace? How are people using it just to help them create recipes and whatever? Like it's everywhere. If you have no idea what we're talking about though, first of all, we are not tech experts. We are not engineers. We're not AI experts. <laughs> we are just people who like Google stuff and figure things out on our own. But Dan, do you mind giving us a sort of high level view of what chat GPT is? Essentially, it's an AI chat bot that uses uh, natural language processing to create human-like dialogue. So at the bare bones, it's a platform um, where you can go in and ask it questions, put in a prompt, and it will produce very thorough answers to any question. And it can be like anything under the sun. And it's extremely fast. So essentially, people are using using it to write articles, social media posts, um, anything, anything and everything. This prompt or this platform where you can go in, sort of ask it a question, it will feed you an answer that's sort of pulled from the internet. Um, has been very productive in giving you sort of bare bones answers to um, any question that you have. Yeah. And I think that's exactly why it's come up with some of our clients. So you might be saying they're going, okay, I'm not listening to like a tech podcast. I'm listening to a career development podcast. So why are we talking about this? And it's because it's come up a lot in HR and recruiting circles around how we can leverage it in our roles as HR and recruiting people. But then it's also come up for our clients around, can I use it? Should I use it? I did use it for cover letters, resume, interview questions, all the things. And like everything, there are some great ways to use it to absolutely help you, but there's some places where you shouldn't lean into it too much. 
And so because it's come up with some clients, because we just hear about it in our nerd circles, we wanted to bring it to you, our podcast listeners, to sort of like, how does this apply to career search? So our with nerd that, circles. I'm sorry. I mean, I know, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. My nerd circle, Dan's okay. cool circle. Okay. Now yeah. we're clear. <laughs> well, it's so, no, it's clarify fair. Clarify that. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. I mean, I am on like all the lists of like every HR chat group and mm-hmm. I went to okay. an H- <laughs> And my HR retreat, it came up because yes, I went to an HR retreat. So, okay. Now we're all on the same page. Okay. Moving forward. (laughs) So what we want to talk about today is besides the fact that I'm a nerd and Dan is cool, is that (laughs) what are some potential pitfalls to watch for, but how it can also help you. So there's three things we're going to talk about where it can help but a couple of things, what it cannot do. So let's start with what it can do. So Dan, especially as we've been working with our clients, what are some ways you've seen chat GPT help people with some of their job search materials? So I think the top three things that it's been helpful with are writing cover letters, writing your resume, and it can be helpful in preparing for an interview where you have an actual job description. Do you want me to kind of go through each? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think just to start, like one of the most daunting things in the whole application job search process is uh, can be staring at a blank page. Mm-hmm. Like when you, you've got an application and it's asking you for a cover letter and a resume. So with ChatGPT, you know, starting with a cover letter, for example, you can actually put the entire uh, job description that you are applying to in ChatGPT and say, write me a cover letter that expresses how excited I am or why I'm a fit for this position. And it will generate very quickly, under 30 seconds, Jeez. probably a four paragraph cover letter for you. And look, like that's, it's just a great way to start. It yes. takes that blank page. It, and fills it up, and it's it's a skeleton, um, and we'll we'll get into this more. But it will give you sort of that first couple steps into to writing your cover letter. And there's some footfalls there to to be wary of, and 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 how to do this in the right way. But again, it's just a great way to start. Yeah. Um, with resume, if you're I mean, you could have it write your entire resume. I, we're not going to go. We're not going to go down that road. Um, I I don't recommend it. But um, you know, one of the challenging things can just be like putting something from your background into like one concise bullet. You can ask ChatGPT, "Hey, um, how do I talk about managing my my team of three to four and mentoring them and actually promoting somebody mm-hmm. and and ask it to generate just like a one sentence and it'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like getting the wheels turning, sort of getting you out of of a rut of yeah. wanting to write something or generate something. And then from an interview standpoint, um, what I've found very helpful. But this is working backwards from how companies are actually using it. Mm-hmm. It's you can throw the entire job description into the the query bar, the the prompt section on ChatGPT, and say, uh, generate interview questions mm-hmm. based on this job description. 
And that will spit out probably a list of, I've, I've done it a couple of times. It's a very thorough list. It can give you like 10, 15, 20 different questions. And that's a really, again, a great start of uh, things that you, if you're going into an interview, might be facing or uh, yeah. the types of questions that might be coming to you from, from the interview team. And you can start to practice those. Yeah. And I think one thing that we've seen it be really helpful, especially with our clients that haven't interviewed or haven't been in the job market for a while it just kind of, like you said, either gets them started or gets them more comfortable with what things to look like today. So we've mm-hmm. had clients yep. that have been at jobs for 10 years, maybe, and haven't really interviewed or sent out resumes during that time. And so, so much has changed in 10 years. So it just kind of gives them the confidence of, okay, so this is what sort of good resumes look like these days, or this is some interview questions I might be asked. Now, you and I are also giving them that information, but either they can do it as homework and prep for a session with us, or they can do it as a starting point, And then we can help them customize it and take it to that personal level, which we'll talk about more here in a little bit. But not only is it the blank piece of paper, but it can also just help people get more familiar with sort of what's happening in today's job search versus five or 10 years ago, if they haven't done it in a while. Absolutely. And you know, the other point is if you are, if you're going into a job search, it's like a full-time job, especially yeah. if you get to a stage where you're applying and then maybe all of a sudden you're also starting to have conversations with two or three different companies at the same time. So to keep that ball rolling for you, like it can be pretty daunting to, you're going into an application. It's like, here's five positions I want to apply to, but do I want to write cover letters? Like this can kind of get you off the ground and running. And then also if at the same time, you're going through interviews, sort of generate some interview questions and letting it do a little bit of the work for you. Um, but you will have to fill in a lot of gaps too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think, and we're going to get to pitfalls in one second, but I think the other thing, again, from a confidence booster starting point is if you haven't negotiated an offer in a while or you're uncomfortable talking about compensation, it might give you a couple of tips on things to think about. However, and this will guide us nicely into the the pitfall piece is you have to think about how it then applies to you. So just to Mm -hmm. kind of keep pulling the negotiation thread, it may say it's reasonable to ask for a 10% salary increase, or I don't know, whatever it might tell you. What you and I Mm -hmm. then say are, okay, well, what's the total package? What's important to you? Is it salary? Is it PTO? Is it this? Is it that? So chat GBT might say that this is a good way to phrase a question, but then you and I can help people figure out, well, what are those questions that you actually want to ask? What levers do you actually want to pull? Yep, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it is still an AI chatbot. Yeah. So um, it is, it's producing human-like answers, but it's, <laughs> it's not going to connect the dots or think yes. of the other things in the peripheral um, and really help you tie things together and build a strategy around yeah. both your application process or to your point to, to negotiating. And that's, that's where, um, you know, some of the, how we partner with our clients yeah. um, really comes into effect. Yeah. I mean, we had someone who used it to start building out their uh, resume and cover letter, but then we had to say, but can you authentically and confidently talk about this? Because this bullet actually didn't apply to what you did. So you should not have that. Or this data mm-hmm. point is not actually something that you drove directly. You should cut that because in an interview, that's going to come up. And if it's on your resume or you reference it in your cover letter, you best be ready to talk about it. And you of all people know recruiters will smell BS a mile away if you didn't actually do it. 
Yep, a thousand percent. It's um, I've I've played around with it a lot, and it will generate like misleading or wrong information too. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a very you know delicate dance that you're getting into as far as your resume and the application process, and and having a company um, really want to invest in you. So you want to make sure all of that is accurate. So back to the original point, like these are all jumping off points, but you really have to do your due diligence to. Um, make sure everything is accurate, but then to your point, start inserting your voice and how you would talk about it. Um, so on and so forth. Yeah. Well, and I think too, remembering, remembering it's a robot is not actually a human or it's not even a robot. It's like, you know, it's a computer. It's not a person. Whatever. Yeah. It's a robot for our purposes. (laughs) (laughs) For my not great technology brain, I'm going to call it a robot. Um, yes. The trick is, is that it gets you part of the way there. It doesn't get you all of the way because it doesn't actually know you. It knows what a head of HR might be thinking about, but it doesn't know Karen Weeks's experience or the kind of companies Karen might target in a search. Um, the other place that it can sometimes be helpful is like titles that are like project manager. Maybe it tells you, you know, program coordinator or project owner or whatever. So as you're trying to find people to network with, maybe it gives you other titles to search for. It's not going to tell you to go find Sally, who's a project manager at Deloitte because you're curious about joining consulting. Yeah. No, but like where it will help you is like you connect those dots on your own. And then if you're feeling a little stuck, I'm like, how do I reach out to this person? You can say, write me, um, a networking note to mm-hmm. someone on LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. And it'll, it'll again, give you the skeleton yes. for you to then insert your voice and sort of move around for it to make sense for you. But um, it's just those jumping off points and yeah. uh, like building skeletons for you. I think the way to think about it, if, if you're going into it and going to utilize it as a tool, just let it be a complement to yeah. what you're, you're doing in your zo- job search do not lean on it as sort of uh, the end all be all. Yeah. Which is honestly what we tell our clients, whether it's about chat GPT or anything, you know, if you ask 10 people on the street about your resume, your job search, what title, what company, whatever, you might get 10 different answers. So ask, ask chat GPT and it's going to give you a different answer or another one of those answers. It's about taking all that feedback in and then figuring out what's right for me, what do I need in this moment? How am I going to talk about myself? How do I want to brand myself? How do my skills and experiences and interests overlap? Because I, as a person, need to figure out my own journey and my own piece. And it's a, another point of feedback. But if this was an exact science, then yes, the the robot could do it for you. But leading yep. a job search is actually an art with some science in it. Couldn't say it better myself. See, the nerd wins. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. So this is this is a little bit short of an episode, but we it was a topic that we knew we had to cover because we just hear about it so much. Our clients were asking about it. We are seeing our clients play with it. So we wanted to bring it up with three ways that could actually be helpful, but also to for some pitfalls to, to watch for. We are going to kind of keep our uh, test of what are some things that you might not be thinking about. So a peek behind the curtain for other things that might be going on for chat GPT. Dan, do you have a peek behind the curtain that you wanted to share with people? Yeah, I mean, just sort of um, the flip side of this is there are AI detectors out there. Mm. Um, actually, you know, 
free apps or um, free platforms that you can join. So, um, you know, I say this and take this with a grain of salt. I don't know any recruiting team that is going through hundreds of resumes and then also checking if they're there or cover letters and checking if they're written in AI, mm -hmm. but the capability is out there and it seems like it'll be a pretty easy lift for um, some of these applicant tracking systems or the tools that recruiters use to go through resumes to just add this in as a, a function. Um, so again, just make sure that you're not just copying and pasting what, what ChatGPT says, be, be mindful of it. Uh, insert your voice, let it sort of guide you, but uh, don't lean too heavily into it. Yeah. And my peek behind the curtain was actually going to be similar, except on the other side of it in the sense of, I promise you HR and recruiting teams and hiring managers are using chat GPT similarly in the sense that starting with a job description, thinking about the interview questions to ask, anything along those lines around prepping their own work, but then they are also doing personalization to before putting it out into the wild. You know, recruiting teams have been using AI for a while to search for candidates and for sourcing because they're trying to pick up different keywords. So the internal teams are using it, but they are also pausing and personalizing it and customizing it. So if you see job descriptions that look a little too cookie cutter, no judgment. They might have a thousand recs that they're trying to fill, but think about, does it really reflect the culture of the company? And are you seeing it throughout their website? Are you hearing it throughout the conversations versus did a robot spit them out their job description? All of those things are very true. Like anything that can make their lives easier so they can focus on um, the actual like strategy and the customization of it. So they'll start with building a a job description with it. They'll um, they can generate a, a library of interview questions around a specific position. They can ask it to pull out um, what are the core competencies that we're looking mm. for. And again, all things that you can work backwards from. So yeah. if you have a job description and you're going into an interview, like ask it what what do you see as the core competencies of this role, and and maybe it'll give you some things um, outside of the box that you hadn't thought of to to prepare for for your interview, but. Um, yes, they're certainly using it and it's it's an opportunity for you to to work backwards from it too. Awesome. Well, I hope this was interesting for folks. It was a little bit of a left turn. I mean, clearly still on point from a topic standpoint, but not something we've ever talked about in the past. Um, so hopefully it was really, really helpful for you. As always, um, we want to hear your feedback. So where are you feeling stuck in your job search? And the good news is, is you can use chat GPT, but you don't have to rely on it. We as humans can actually help you. So as always, I hope this was helpful. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Dan, for, especially on this one, for all your amazing tech knowledge, because I definitely didn't have it. Oh, please. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But, there you go. Um, no. Take the win. Good conversation. Uh, always good to see you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to the Shine at Work podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for the video versions of our episodes. To learn more about how you can work with Dan and I to make your next big career move, go to our website, shineatwork.net. Or follow us on Instagram at shine underscore at underscore work. See you at the next episode.